Almost Family Fun Museum. It's fun for all the family. Experience life in the twenties as you get to play real Xbox and have a look around the smartphone museum. Witness the birth of cybernetics. Walk in the virtual time machine as you spend a day in the life of 2020. Now with an original Joe Biden and Oprah Winfrey phone to show you around. And the best part, we haven't had an incident since yesterday. Come to Uncle Tom's Family Museum. some technical difficulties down uh, you know, in the red blimp, but we're back up in the air, lodging in charge now. Thank y'all for tuning back in. I hope that other emergency message wasn't doing your head in too much now. Glad to see you're all surviving. Now, if you're listening to this, you're clearly surviving, no matter what state you're in. You're in a good state, cause you're alive, I'm alright, thank you all for that, eh? Tonight we have a very, very special show, ladies and gentlemen. Later on we're speaking to Josh, who shows us how to hunt for frogs, and tells us everything we need to know about a frog farm. Isn't that spectacular? And we're going to learn all about frogs today. And we've also had Ab on the ground, who's been speaking to some of you lovely folks, and he's recorded a big bunch of messages. So we've got that recorded and ready to play. So without much further ado, I'm going to send you groundside to listen to some of these lovely folks. Enjoy my wonderful friends. The problem now is we are living in a society that thinks it can do whatever the hell they want. And they can't, you know. They're sitting there, seeing the lawlessness, and going, yeah, I can just do whatever I want as well. Uh, and that's not right, you know. The new lawfuls have stepped up and said, right, that's enough of that, mate. You want to put that gun down, you know, before somebody gets hurt. And that's what's going to happen, because somebody is going to get hurt. Luckily, we have people like the new lawfuls who are stepping in and mucking it out, you know, getting it right sorted and, and making things right. Yeah, problem being with lots of people, it's different, but with us, it's the same. I mean, we're family, so we stick together all the time, but Lots of people don't, and lots of people try and fight their own families, and it's just not right. Uh, so, like Brian said, it's all lawfulness, lawlessness, and very little community spirit now. We have kind of got sent into this way that the world is over, and everything has to go back to fighting. I mean, I'm standing right outside in the street right now, and there's a big massive sword fight right beside me. I mean, nobody's hurting me, because I'm not involved. Don't even have a sword or anything. But 
you know, it gets dangerous from time to time. And I think, you know, when I'm sending my kids to school, I, I want to know they're going to get to school with their fire sword fights. Or, or, or even worse, somebody finds a gun, you know. Because they, they are still available. I mean, my Uncle Joe sells bullets and that, and people buy them, so they must have guns. They're not just collecting the bullets, are they? But really, it's it's one of them things that you just everyone just does whatever they want all the time. It's like mob mentality or something, you know. They just oh, there's somebody fighting. I think I think I'll go and fight as well because because they're fighting, you know. And it shouldn't be the way it is, but but sadly it is the way it is, and, and that's just the way it is. So. I'm, I'm looking forward and I and I welcome the likes of the new lawfuls with their ideas and their ideals to, to put a bit of law back into community and society and I think it's a great idea. I think if if more countries and cities in districts did that then we'd all be fine. Uh, you know, but we don't. We just all fight and ravage each other and think it's great. Well, not everyone's six foot tall and big massive muscles. So, it's, it's alright if you're like that. You can go around kicking shit out of everyone. But, not everyone's like that. So, it's not very fair on us. You know, me and Brian, we're like five foot two. It, we, we get our heads kicked in all the time. We, we could be in a bar and somebody will go, right you, you little bastard, fuck off. And we'll just have to fuck off because, well, Brian's weak as cheese and I'm not much better. So, it really it's really beyond time that we got a bit of law and, and got a bit of community back and started feeling safe again because it just doesn't feel safe just now. At, at any time the marshals are in town, it starts to feel that little bit safer. I've got to agree with lots of the things people have said. Uh, it's especially important in these little villages that, I mean, we've, we've, we've came over the sea to be here. We heard that the US was, was the place to be and that it was safe now, but I mean, that accordingly to what I have seen isn't the case. I mean, this is dangerous. I brought my entire family over here and we're just, we're getting raided every other day. And I mean, it's just, it's not very nice and it's, it's certainly not what I'm used to. I mean, we left the British Alliance for safety and this is what we get. It's, it's, it's downright despicable. And the marshals don't do anything if they if they come at all. That's all I've got to say. I think personally, lots of people are doing whatever they can just to survive, and that shouldn't be frowned upon. Um, if if they want to go out and break the laws, then then do that. That's that's up to you. There is no law now, so I mean, do whatever you like, isn't it? I mean, the marshals come once or twice a day if you're lucky and trying to get contact with one of them is damn near impossible so you might as well just do whatever you want my father used to always say carry a shotgun and nobody fucking complains <laughs> i mean we don't get no trouble out here if 
if people that bother about trouble, then maybe they should just stay inside and stay the fuck away from the cities, you know. We don't get no bother here. We don't get no problem. I've been living here for forever in the day. I never get no trouble. That's just the way it is. I think in ideal world, lots of people make big mistakes. It's only natural, you know. It's but we, out here, we we are safe out of the cities. It's in the cities that people are not safe and they get scared. There's no laws, no police, and just anarchy all over the place. If somebody wants something, they take it. It's not nice. I would not live there. I think we made the right decision. Um, when we moved out to the country before all this happened, and we, we foreseen this coming. So we made the decision to invest our money in animals and farmland, which has paid off. Um, we now have a small nomadic party sharing the land, and they keep us safe in return for some lamb chops. <laughs> what could be better, really? You know, a nice glass of wine at night. Really, to us, the world hasn't changed all that much. I know, apart, apart from, obviously, the nuclear fallout and uh, the infectious, you know, we, we stumble upon infected people quite often and mutants, but, you know, the, the nomads deal with them. I, d I don't get my hands dirty. The only, only dirtiness on my hands is from the carrot patch. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it's a completely different world out here than it is in the city, but it's just the way of life for us, you know. I couldn't personally live in the city anymore, but I have done in the past, but after the end of the world, I, I thought it would be better to get out here, you know, and I've made friends and we have a small community out here, and it's it's fantastic. I don't... I don't see life as a problem at all. In fact, it's better than it ever was. There's no telly, there's no nothing. Um, we do have the radio, so it's brilliant. It's back to basics, and it's the way life should be. If I was to live in one of the cities, I don't think I would be very happy. I would be trying to get out of the countries and uh, trying to live somewhere nice. I think if we all leave the cities to the bad people, then everything will be fine. They do not want to walk around the countries. They they like the cities. It's full of drugs and guns and the uh, violence and they like it. Uh, me, not so much. I like the country. I'm on the seaside here and it's beautiful. And, uh, we, can I, can I say hello on radio? Excellent. Say hello to my wife, Janine, and my two children. 
little Roberto and little Roberto. And uh, I'm live on the Red Blimp Radio. <laughs> Fantastic! Well, wasn't that nice now? Now time for a little bit news. Our Meatball is starting a new exchange program which reckons they can send people to the Eden Space Station. They've already sent 60 people this month. He has a little friend that'll let you in the back door type thing. Now, you must bear in mind it is open to all applicants of any race, creed, and color. But, this is a one-way ticket, and you will be spending the rest of your life living in luxury up there. But he can get you in for a small price. Go to Al's Meat Barn and check it out. What else have we got? The Order of the One is putting up some new churches down in Old Town, Springwell, and along the Best River. It's expected to be fantastic looking churches and they have new designs. Junkyard Joe has run out of diesel. He has ran out of diesel. So if you're looking for some fuel, don't go to Junkyard Joe's just now. Don't be handing him. Alright? Anyway. What else have we got here? Steve the Sleeve, who has the pickled salmon stall. Uh, in Market Town has now got another star in Dogtown and one in Night City. So you might want to check that out. Steve is doing very well indeed. Indeed, indeed. Now, a little pointer or a little reminder where you can get hold of some water. <clears throat> Where am I on my notes? If you're struggling to get water, here's your wasteland guide. Moisture farms. There are dozens of moisture farms in the area, and they are usually not badly priced. In fact, most of them will trade water for a day's work. You could always purify your own, of course. Boil it up, sieve it, and drink it down. You could rob someone and take their supply of water. Or you could follow the wildlife. You know, instead of arrowing that buck to death, follow it to water first. Animals have an instinct for these sorts of things, and they usually survive a lot better than we do. <laughs> anyway, now we're going to Josh's uh, Josh's frog farm, and we're going to speak to him about that. Here we are. Yeah. Um, the key to frog farming is is pretty is pretty simple. You gotta catch some frogs. So we're catching loads of frogs. I've been catching frogs since since I can remember. Yeah, it's it's as easy as putting on my shoes to me. But um, it might be a bit more difficult for normal folks. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I live in the swamp. I grew up in the swamp, so yeah. Right now we're we're moving about five to ten thousand frogs a week into the cities. Yeah, they're they're lapping them up. They're just loving them. They make frog legs and frog stew and God knows what else, you know. But they're certainly our biggest supply at customers at the minute. Yeah, and we're doing well. We've 
we've expanded the swamp and, and we bought some land. We, we've got some guards now. Not that anyone come back here, you know. People come through here, they tend to go missing. <laughs> Cockroaches check in, they don't check out. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, so anyway, I'm going to teach you how to catch some frogs, all right? The easiest way, step one, get yourself a little mouse, right? So you get that little mouse, you tie a bit of string around it, and you chuck it over them lilies and just just pull it back in at you. The mouse is going to feel that pitter-patter of a little tiny feet. It's going to be all over that, like fly on shit, you know? So you then, so you got the frog, swallow the mouse, you pull her in, pull the frog's mouth open, get your get your mouse back. You can reuse it, you know. Stick him in a bucket, but be careful because it can jump, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's your easiest way, and of course, you got a heavy supply of mice. You can get four or five rods out there at the same time, and you can... You can catch all day long. Obviously, we do it on a grand scale. Yeah, we're serious frog farmers. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Is that it over? Are you gonna speak to the guy in the city who buys them? Yeah, that's one. Fantastic. Yo, so we buy the frogs and we bring them in here. We keep them in big tanks and people can't get enough of them at the, at the restaurant. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy, man. We, we can't buy, we, we, we can't get enough frogs. Uh, we get them from the frog farm there that I'm sure you've just been to. And he can only send us 10,000 and, and we need more. You know, these people are lapping this up. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic for everyone. He's, he gets his money. He's happy. I get my money. I'm happy. You know, everybody loves frog legs. So get him in ya, you know. It's as easy as that. Well, wasn't that interesting? Next week, of course, we will have another guest. Uh, so you stay tuned for that. But for now, thank you all very much for tuning in. And we will see you, of course, next week. Now stay safe, y'all.